Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, welcome to the LA Sucks Show. My name is Gio Garcia. Today is Tuesday, July 28th. Uh, we got my Gustavo with us again. Gustavo, how you doing? How you doing, Gio? Everyone, hello to everyone who's watching on the live stream. Thank you for tuning in. Ready to talk some soccer. LAFC, through. Yeah, LAFC, through. A big game. Ended up winning 4-1. to um, It was really it was really exciting to see. It was a full-team effort. Um, you saw that they pl- they had, like, high pressure from, the, from, like, the start of the game. They really had the high press, and they really yeah. had Seattle on their toes. And what I really like what Bob Bradley did, and he brought the high intensity. Seattle Sounders, uh, for majority of this part, for majority of the game, played uh, into LAFC's hands, and they played the type of style that LAFC wanted to play. Anytime that the Sounders had the ball, um, there was pressure on them, and they always had to play from the back. And that's typically how LAFC likes teams to play. Mm-hmm. And you know everything. Everything from in that first half was so smooth. They ended up getting that penalty. Uh, Diego Rossi got his penalty, um, scored uh, the first goal to kind of give LAFC, and then just things went there. Went went on from there. He ended up scoring two two goals. He now has seven goals in this tournament. He's off to a great start. Uh, what'd you make of this game? Yeah, very high intensive LAFC. From the first minute of the game, you saw how, like you said, the high pressure on top, pretty much not giving Seattle that space to come out and play. Uh, yeah, it, it was a really, uh, uh, also apart from Sounders who came out on this game very sloppy, especially on the defensive side. A lot of mistakes, uh, that really cost the team. But yeah, LAFC took advantage of those mistakes and got a little revenge from that game of last year in the Western Conference final. But you see, I mean, uh, LAFC without Carlos Vela, still a powerful team. You have players like Atuesta, Blessing, K, as well as Rossi putting the team on the, uh, on, on, on their back. And it shows that the depth that this team has. And I think it's, 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 it's a good sign for, for LA to, to defeat and knock out the defending champions of MLS. Yeah, and it, it's a and it's a bittersweet. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a great feeling, and uh, I know Latif was very uh, happy after beating them. You know, after they got knocked out of the group stage, um, you know, they knocked them out again. The Seattle Sounders play of at home, so I know this was definitely a game that Bob Riley won, and the rest of the players. Um, one thing that I want to add is uh, Kenneth Vermeer was a starter. Um, for the match, and I know a lot of it was gonna it was uh, came down to like um, it was it was between him and obviously Pablo Cisnegas, and a lot of people did not know where which way Brad Bradley would go. And I did mm-hmm. a couple polls. That I, did a, I did a poll on Instagram, and then I did a poll on Facebook, uh, and also on Twitter. And all three of the polls, fans wanted uh, 
game. Um, uh, he all all the ten players ahead of him that were that were not really easy. Too much to worry about until like the second half, um, when um, when uh, the Seattle Sounders ended up scoring. One thing that I what I did think is that Bob Bradley substituted Wright Phillips at halftime uh, for El Munir. Um and I thought that was just very interesting. Um, we didn't get to ask him after the game why why was that sub. And then, as you know, uh, if you're watching the game, El Munoz also ended up getting subbed out for uh, Danny Masowski, and uh, El Munoz got subbed after um, they made that second. They made that first goal. Um, so to, that was that was just uh, just one thing note no to add. And I just want to ask you, what did you think of that substitution? Yeah, something uh, different. Not accustomed to what Bob Bradley uh, does with LAFC. But yeah, it, uh, that was one of the big surprises because you are leading 2-0 at halftime. Still, you know, Wright Phillips also only 45 minutes played. Um, not as much minutes as the fir- first three games that he has played in the group stage. But I think uh, uh, Bob Bradley knew. He had a feeling that this team was not going to step off the gas now all night long. Yeah, they did have a fluke uh, late in the game that gave Seattle hope and felt alive. In the last ten minutes, but another like costly mistake by Arriaga, who had a horrible night, you know, giving that penalty, and as well the last mistake against uh, Brian Rodriguez, if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I think it was uh, pretty much all LAFC all night long, and I I felt uh, Bob Bradley had uh, all the advantage and and trust in his players that they were gonna hold into this lead all, all game. Yeah, I think I, I think after to me it's like when once they once uh, the Sounders scored that first goal, that's when the things started getting interesting. And then uh, as soon as I tweeted this out, as soon as they scored a goal, I was like expect to see some subs. Hmm. So instantly you saw the subs that Bob Bradley made in the 80th minute. Uh, Mark Anthony came uh, came out for Francisco Janela, and then Mohamed Emomir, uh came in or uh, went out for Danny Masovsky. Um, You know, and that that to me was just like. After those subs happen, um, you know, you start things to change, and that's when uh, Diego Rossi scored his a second goal uh, in the 83rd minute to give LAC at that time three to one lead. And then another cool thing later down in the game, uh, Brian Rodriguez he was able to score his second second goal of the tournament and just boost his confidence even more. Right. Um, you know, and that and that's what you want to see out of LAFC. We know what, what can Rossi do, but we also want to see. That type of finish that Brian Rodriguez can do, mm-hmm. um, and I like that he he's starting to grow and grow his confidence and he's right. starting to get a goal like that. And let's talk about Rossi, Gio. I mean, this guy pretty much uh, putting the team on his shoulder with Vela mm-hmm. missing seven goals in the tournament. I believe that's the most in MLS tournament right now, and I think he pretty much is showing what what, what type of player he is. Not as scared of the big moment. Uh, you know, you, you're missing a player like Carlos Vela who scored, uh, more than 30 goals last season, but, and Rossi, not so many as compared to Vela last year, but still like showing the potential he has as a right winger. I'm sorry, left winger. And I think he has the potential to, to make sure that this team's okay, especially during transitions. It's a, it's a fast team, a quick team who has fat, um, quick players like, uh, Blessing, K, 
Atuesta, all the youngsters, you know, it, it's a young team. That's that's what it's exciting about this team. It's a lot of uh, 20 year, uh, 20 plus years old uh, players, and I think it, it's it's a good thing to see LA build. It, it's kind of giving that hope uh, to build not just on the short term, but uh, as well as a long term. What's up, guys? And we're back. We just had some technical difficulties, but we'll get it going again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were just talking about Rossi and the big impact that he's been having, uh, obviously, for LAFC. Um, and can you go a little bit more in depth? Obviously, we know he has seven goals in uh, four games. But I don't know if you saw, like, on Instagram, like, MLS did this thing of how many uh, clubs, uh, how many goals Rossi has. He has more goals by himself than a lot of other MLS clubs. Um, I don't know if you saw on Instagram, which was really, really interesting. I wish I would have pulled up the pulled up the the, the yeah, yeah, put it. It's quite a few teams. I mean, um, I, I wouldn't doubt it because if you if you saw the the games in that group stage, there was a lot of games that were low scoring games, whether mm-hmm. there were one zero, two zero, probably. I think the most goals that they had in the group stage or the in the first round, it was the uh, LAFC against uh Port uh. Was it Houston Dynamo, which was a three-three. Yeah. So I mean, I think Rossi himself pretty much outscoring other teams. It, it it it's it's possible because of that the big impact. And I believe uh, LAFC has the most goals in this tournament so far. Uh, still beating San Jose, who pretty much uh, t- uh trash uh Real Salt Lake last night too five five two. Um, and I think I, I, either they're one or two game two goals above um, San Jose on that category. Uh, but I think, it, it, yeah, it shows the, the power potential that, that Rossi has, you know, even as a young player, that leadership, that the leadership that he has with the other players, not just the, the young ones, but also the veterans as with Wright Phillips. They, they, they get very well along in the, in the field. And I think that's a, that's a big impact for LAFC in this tournament. Yeah, and uh, you just had the leadership thing. Obviously, um, you kind of you're kind of seeing him mature as we go. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, he's still very young, but um, you know, this may potentially be his final season with LAFC. I know a lot of teams were interested, and in year his goal has been him and Eduardo Twista's goal has been to go play in Europe. Right. Um, and you see that without 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 a doubt, that's going to happen for both of those players. Um, you know, especially the way. He's taking, uh, he's taken over and being, like you said, the leader in this team. Um, and I've also heard that he's doing that in the locker room too. And just the way, just the way he plays on the, on the, on the field, you just kind of show, okay, like, yeah, you got Bradley Wright Phillips there, but you know who's really holding it down for LAFC on the offensive end. Um, and also I just want to give credit to Bob Bradley as well. Um, you know, they haven't missed a beat even with our Carlos Vela. All those goals. I think, I think they had a. I think going into the game, they had like eleven goals in like three or four games. I think now with this game, um, they've added more. Wish I had the set, but yeah, it, it, they haven't really missed the beat. Um, there's there's just certain things that you know you still kind of see from LFC, but the, I think we we saw that they fixed a lot of the issues, a lot of, a lot of those concerns. And one thing that I saw a lot from um, from this team uh, from LFC yesterday, a lot. Players were dropping back to play defense. I saw Bob Brad, I mean Bradley Wright Phillips back. I saw Rossi drop back. I saw even Brian Rodriguez drop back and play defense um, because they didn't. It was all ten players that were dropping back, and they didn't want Elliot, the Sounders to take advantage or you know be able to uh, you know have a lead in this game. And um, 
I'm very interested to see the quarterfinal game against Orlando City. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a very interesting game. Obviously, Orlando City, um, the, and they're in the home market. They ended up beating uh, Montreal Impact 1-0. And they've had kind of tight games, except for the first game uh, against, Orlando, against NYCFC, which they beat them 3-1. With Philadelphia, they're 1-1. Um, this game's on Friday at 4.30 uh, p.m. Pacific time. That's going to be a very exciting game. You just see LAFC has all this momentum going, and you do want to see them uh, eventually. I mean, you do want to see them get all the way to the final. Anything can happen from there. Yeah, definitely. I think it's going to be a great matchup. Two teams that, that have shown a lot of, uh, I would say, uh, consistency in this tournament. I mean, you saw Orlando City beating Inter Miami FC in the last minute in the in the in the opening game with a goal from Nani. And I think uh, it's if there's two teams that need to prove something, is this two? In my opinion, you know, Orlando City has never made the playoffs in their history, their short history, I should say. And LAFC, who has been pretty much uh, left shorthanded in the last stages of the playoffs, so I think. A lot of stake in this tournament for them, too, because they want to make a point. They want to pretty much uh, make it believe that they're here to win titles in the long run and make a dynasty out of out of the uh, out of this tournament or the MLS uh, tournament. But, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be a great matchup. I'll be looking forward to seeing that. Hopefully we have a, a live stream perhaps right after the game to talk about the things we saw and stuff. But, um, yeah, that, that, that's going to be a fun matchup. And to mention to the to the comment that you said about Rossi uh, outscoring teams from from this tournament, is it has been 19 teams. Wow. He, he has outscored so far, uh, only uh, including uh, Atlanta, well, LA Galaxy, Inner Miami, uh, Portland, as well as Real Salt Lake, and other teams that have been eliminated. But, yeah, it's, it, it's a lot of uh, clubs for – for Rossi to be, be to beat in, in that category. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's just like a funny thing. I saw that people also in the comments, they're like, don't forget about Nashville FC. Oh, uh, yeah. Nashville and, and Dallas. FC Dallas. <laughs> 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 I saw that. I was like, that, that made me laugh. And I was like, that's true. He's also And, I, and talking about these two teams, uh, Gio, the Dallas and Nashville, after those two teams who reportedly were um, – reported that there was a lot of cases of COVID-19. The league did pretty much a wild job, has done a, a good job in maintaining zero cases so far after those two teams have dropped out. I mean, things were getting worse, as you saw, like those teams, two teams drop out, and then you're getting games rescheduled or canceled. And I think the the MLS did a great job so far, uh, has done a great job so far in this type of situation to maintain the players healthy, which is more, mostly important. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's a great point to add because they haven't had any cases uh, since the teams, and they, they were able to contain uh, that situation. And I know uh, we'll get into this maybe some other time, but it's going to be very interesting. Um, one teams do go back to the market because I believe August 22nd uh, is what the Athletic reported, and that's when uh, teams are planning to play in a home market. So we'll see how that happens. Um, you know, because we're we're seeing what's going on with baseball right now. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's like it's like, and it's tricky because it's also like there's a lot more. I'm assuming there's, there's a lot more baseball players and just you know. Yeah, there's more personnel, that, pretty much. There's, there's yeah, there's pretty much just more personnel, so it's tricky to try to get them under a bubble and stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, hopefully everything kind of just dies down with that. 
Um, but yeah, moving on, moving on to this game, I think it's a very, a very, like you said, a very important game for both clubs. You know, um, you know what you mentioned about Orlando, uh, Orlando City, and uh, the biggest thing at the end of all this, uh, the winner of this tournament is going to get a bid to the Concacaf Champions League, if I'm not mistaken. So that right. that is mm-hmm. that is very, very exciting and very important. And if you can do that without have it without doing it without Carlos Vela and winning it. You kind of just shows um, what type of coach Bob Bradley is, but also shows what type of team this is, and it shows that they're actually building a team, and it's not run by, you know, this team not necessarily doesn't depend on a player. It's right. the system, and that's what you want to build a, a, a team for years, you know, um, and, uh, and that's what we have with LAFC. Um, and I don't want to bash any of LA Galaxy fans, but. I mean, they pretty much just depended on Slatan last year. They exactly not, they just spent, they, they, they they depended on Slatan, but not just that. At least he was. They were winning. You know, they were they were yeah. like this. I don't even know what they what they going they they what they're playing going on. What they're playing? <laughs> yeah. Who you know who they're playing? And I understand they're missing a lot of players uh, as well. But I know that uh, a lot of LA Galaxy fans are not happy. Uh, a lot of just different things are going on there. I think uh, more things need to be addressed, and hopefully with this transfer window. They would address certain things, and I do understand the the the, the thing that happened with Katai, you know. But I just think they don't have right now a, a team or a system, you know. I don't think you don't really know their identity, right? Or who they are, and I think, and I'm hoping it's just because these players have been out and stuff like that, so it's kind of hard to get a system. But we'll have to see uh, what happens with them. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's all I got. Is there anything else you want to add? No, well, just uh, besides MLS, just give a huge shout out to the Houston Dash for winning the NWSL Cup Challenge uh, on Sunday. So, a big shout out to them bringing the the trophy to Houston. Uh, and I think that uh, it was a wonderful tournament. A lot of viewers in this past game. So, uh, hopefully, that the game keeps growing. And excited to see uh, Angel City come to this league in 2022. Yeah, that's a, that's a very exciting. I, I did see Angel City uh, tweet something out. They're like, "Is it 2022 already?" <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, we're yeah. trying to get it out of this year already, man. So yeah, hopefully. I see they're very active on their Twitter and they're very active on Instagram. They're posting things about like the 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 Sparks. They're posting things about the Dodgers. You know, they're posting things about baseball and stuff like that. So they're trying to be very community based and really trying to grow the thing. I think they're over like fifty thousand followers on Instagram, already. Mm-hmm. which is crazy. You know, so they. They're I've been on great. social media years, man. Can't pass three hundred mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, when you're when you're a club like that and you got a big following, um, yeah, yeah, things like that happen. But it's exciting. Um, it's a, yeah, it's very exciting with uh, with everything going on. You know, you're gonna finally have a woman's uh, soccer club in LA, and it's just gonna grow a lot of things there. You know. Um, so with that, guys, please give us a follow at LA Soccer Hub on, you know, we're on Facebook, YouTube and everything. And we're also turning uh, these uh, live streams into podcasts. So if you get a chance, check us out at LA Soccer Hub on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your uh, podcast, you can find this podcast. Just search LA Soccer Hub. Give us a like, give us a five star rating if you're on Apple. Helps grow the show, helps grow the awareness. Uh, but Gustavo, yeah, let the people know where they can follow you. Yeah, like always, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Gustavo A underscore Ortega. I'm always there to talk about soccer, what you guys like about the league, what you guys don't like. LA Galaxy, I mean, share your thoughts. LA Galaxy fans, I should say. Share your thoughts about this team. Let us know how you guys feel. LAFC fans, I'm sure you guys are happy as hell right now because of how the team is playing. 
So congratulations to you guys. It's another important game on Friday night. Hopefully we'll be there uh, to watch it and hopefully to talk to you guys about it, hopefully on a po positive note mm -hmm. um, rather than a negative one. But, yeah, it's, stay tuned. We'll, we're here for you guys and follow our uh, L.A. Soccer Hub. Yeah, guys, obviously you guys can follow me at Joe Garcia LA um, on Twitter. Um, you know, just tweeting certain things out, trying to get as much content as I can to everybody out there. But, yeah, it has been a great show. Gustavo, I'll see you Friday. Uh, hopefully we can do one after the game. If not, right. we'll do one um, later game's on. Game's early, right? Yeah, game's at 4.30. So I'm assuming by that time they'll be done. I do. I may want to uh, probably hop on the press conference for a little bit and then mm -hmm. – and we potentially do their live stream like late Friday night or something like that. Sounds um, good. But we'll get into that. But guys, again, thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace.